This is 89.1 FM, WGLT and WGLT.org, Bloomington Normal's public media. Brett Conlon's new full band Americana rock album is a nostalgic and sometimes wistful look at his youthful days growing up in Kiwani, Illinois. The Bloomington band leader says the digital version of the five song Brett Conlon and the Midnight Miles EP drops Friday, the vinyl version likely later this year. Conlon tells WGLT that, like many his age, he's been looking more and more into his rearview mirror. I'm almost 35 years old, so it's time for me to go through my midlife crisis and start longing for my younger days, you know? You got that red Corvette on your radar <laughs> yet? You know, we have a minivan now, and I'm very happy with that. Let's start with uh, the opening track on the song called Sidewalk Saints. I want to read some lyrics. Yeah. Oh, sweet breath of my youth, oh, sweet breath of my youth, where have you gone? Now I'm jaded and empty and not quite as strong. It is nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, it's very nostalgic. Either I you felt like or, I was writing a Dylan Thomas poem or something when I wrote those <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> I wanted to kind of write this feeling of like when you were younger and you had nothing better to do but just to walk around with your friends around town. That's what we did where I grew up in Kiwani. We just walk up and down Main Street and do stupid stuff to get ourselves in trouble because we were just bored. But the whole album is has this same theme to it, right? Yeah. Where's that coming from? I tried to grow up really fast because I thought that was kind of just the next step in my life. Um, through my early 20s, I just tried to be like, wow, I need to grow up and do something with my life. And then I've kind of like, you know, had this reawakening in the last probably few years to be like, no, I think I still just want to play in rock and roll bands and do that kind of stuff. You addressed that on one of the songs on the album, Thanks for the Gas Money. Yeah, that is a song uh, that actually kind of revisits where I got started playing music. I, I played in a punk band called The Cracks. I remember we got a MySpace page and we booked shows with that. And we're like, wow, we can now connect with other bands that sound like us instead of just playing like the local hall in town or whatever. But yeah, I just wanted to write a, a fun song based on that experience, and, and I, I definitely exaggerated a bit and definitely tried not to throw anybody under the bus, but we we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> none, none of us knew how to be in a band, how to do any of that stuff. We were just young guys drinking beer in a minivan driving around town and around the Midwest. I like how this song ties into the whole theme of being nostalgic and looking back, but at the same time, once you get that nostalgia out of the way in the first few lines, well, you say you exaggerate a little bit, but a brutally honest take on what happened back then. Yeah. In a, yeah. in a fun way, right? Yeah, definitely. It's a fun song, and I, and I love singing it. And once you get to the bridge, then it kind of brings it up to current speed. Thanks for coming out to the show. Thanks for sitting around staring at your phones. Thanks for not paying attention at all. Why am I still doing this? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Why are you still doing this? Uh, I think it's important to make music. I think it's important to make art. And it doesn't have to be dollar-driven. And it doesn't have to be fame-driven or success-driven. It's just like when you're a kid and you do things with your friends in your rooms. And you you know, you know do them just because they're fun. You don't do it because you think anybody's going to show up and give you some award for it or something like that. You know. 
you've got a full-time day job. You know, you own yeah. the barbershop in downtown. I want to get to that again. But music is still a huge part of your life. So not just why you're doing it. What do you get from it? For me, it's definitely a release. It's the way that I avoid going to a therapist, I think. If I can get up and... You're smiling a little bit, but you're yeah. you're serious. No, I'm dead serious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's that's like my release of any bad stuff. I think that's inside me is you can write it down on paper. You can You can admit, hey... This is me. I'm a typical 35-year-old dude who's still longing for the younger days because that was awesome, and I'm still trying to figure it out. And it's also a, a good challenge for me, I think, too, to be like, all right, what songs did you write two years ago? Can you come out with more hard-hitting lyrics than you did two years ago? And can you write songs that more general audience can get into, you know? Last time you heard, I think yeah. I, you know, I approached the, the idea that you own a barbershop, you know, maybe some of the songs yeah. that come from people sitting in the chair, you have those conversations. I want to ask you that in a different way this time. Middle ground. Yeah. Let's play just a little bit of this song. Yeah. Do you get a different vibe on where things are right now compared to pre-pandemic as far as what you're hearing in general from the people that come into your shop? Um, I, I think so, definitely. And actually, this song was written before the pandemic happened. Um, so I already felt that feeling of like polarization happening. The barbershop is good, though, for bringing in people of all different lifestyles. And I think the feeling that I get from a lot of people in there is they think that there's everything's kind of black and white and, and left or right and all this stuff. And most of these people, I think if you put them in a room together, they'd all get along fine as long as they didn't bring up that stuff. And they say- Was it intentional that Don't Let Go is the last song on the EP? Uh, yeah. Um, we kind of struggled with what to do with that song. It's a little different than the other ones. Uh, my friend Jared Grab said it sounds like Country Blink-182. It's a new genre. Right? Yeah, I was like, that, that's cool. <laughs> um, I think no matter how much I try to write rock music, there's still always going to be a little bit of like country Americana bleeding through, which is fine. It's not explicit, but I read into this song that they're relatively young people, and they've realized, you know, this is pretty much what my life is going to be. In America, we have this ideal that we can do whatever we set our minds to do. And, you know, that isn't always the case. Sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. And they seem to have figured it out that this is basically who they are. And maybe they're not going to get that silver bracelet or whatever it might be. Yeah, I, I feel like we're always kind of sold these ideas of big dreams, which is awesome. I think anybody can go as far as they want to go, but sometimes... You don't need to do that to be happy. I mean, my girlfriend and I live a pretty simple life. She has uh, her like social work and birth doula work that she does where she gets to help people and she loves it. I run the barbershop and get to play music. And, you know, maybe later in life we might have other aspirations. But, you know, we've kind of settled into this feeling of like, yeah, this is good. We don't need to be uh, running some huge thing or, you know, I feel like the more you get involved with, the more, the more it just takes over your life. Some of these big dreams are cool, but... I'm still just trying to live my life and do fun things whenever I can. I'm, you know, I'm running away from more responsibilities the older I get. <laughs>
trying to find ways where I can have less of that in my life, you know, especially with our kids. I'm just turning into a kid again. I'm just like, I don't know. I just, you know, there's some days when I'm at work and I'm like, I'd, I'd rather be on the playground with my kids or hiking around or doing something like that.